Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to season three of Girls Who Reads Porn. This is our third year. It's pretty fucked up, eh? Fuck me. I know. Oh my god. No, it does. I can't believe it. It doesn't yeah, feel like it. We though, started hey. doing this like. Still feels week. like we're in year one. <laughs> this is our first ever episode. Yeah. As always, yeah. I'm Betty. And I have Ola with welcome, me. Welcome, 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 welcome. And who would have guessed it? Here comes G. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> And we're back. Look at that. The usual characters. Yeah, nobody Sweet. knew this week. And I still haven't left. So. No. It's just because I'm wearing a black top. You guys kind of look very gothy today. But I'm wearing a black top today. Yeah. You're not the first I person. I know, but with two people well. wearing black, it honestly is very. What? Well, look a bit yeah. gothy. Yeah. Yeah. See, ever since you got the tattoo. Yeah, and I now have a full sleeve. Probably because you've dyed your hair back. Yeah. And the tattoo. Wow, woman, that is woman. very, yeah. You know what they say? Yeah. Changed my body, now my yeah, it's uh, nice. body count is back at yeah. zero. Because nobody's seen your body as it is right now. <laughs> That's the rules. Yeah, you're the only person I've ever heard. I don't know anyone who's That's actually said the rules. That. Now I'm a virgin now. <laughs> Born again. Um, this week we are talking about Runix's oh, Dark Verse series. So there's five books in the series. Uh, there is a sixth book coming out whenever she so chooses for it to come out. Because um, G was telling me today that Runix doesn't believe in deadlines. So it's out when it's out, is, is what she says. Yeah, she doesn't believe in re- setting a release date. Because if it's not ready, it's not ready. Which I respect it. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's a sustainable way to write, yeah. isn't it? Um, so the first two books revolve around Tristan and Morana. The third book is Dante and Amara. The fourth book is, what is his name? Alpha. Alpha. Yeah. And Zephyr. And then the fifth book is... The fifth book, no, you like, don't say who the fifth book is because if you haven't read them, it is kind of okay. a spoiler. The fifth book is about somebody. Like, yeah. If you haven't read any of them, then and it's like an interconnected series revolving around this particular like mafia. Um, the whole oh, episode yeah, that's is true, about eh? spoiling. I like forgot about that. We tell people that there are spoilers. Who's in the fifth book? What is wrong with you? I can't remember who's in the fifth book. I just can't remember. <laughs> oh no, they don't want to spoil it. They just don't remember. That's what the fact the is. Fifth one. The fifth one is um, the Shadow Man and Luke. Oh Kane. yes, of course. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the Shadow Man. Um, I'm gonna read the blurb of the first book, but it does not encompass a series. But it might invite you to want to read it. <clears throat> what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object in the field of death? In the dark underbelly of the mob, Tristan Kane has been an anomaly. As the only non-blooded member in the high circle of the Tenembrae outfit, he is an enigma to all. 
his skills unparalleled, his morality questionable, and his motives unknown. He is lethal, and he knows it, as does Morana Vitalio, the genius extraordinaire daughter of the rival family. I cannot read out loud. (laughs) (laughs) That's too many big words. What Kane does with weapons, Morana does with computers. When a 20-year-old mystery resurfaces, Morana infiltrates Kane's house, intent on killing him, unaware of a tie that binds them together. Hate, heat, and history clash together with unexpected sparks, but something bigger, something worse is happening in their world, and despite their animosity, only they can fight it down. That's a really good blurb. Great blurb. It is a really good blurb. Fantastic blurb. From what I remember, Gothicana had a good blurb, too. We will. It was, Yeah. yeah. But she, like, Runix has a way with words. Yeah. She's got such good descriptive language. There's a yeah, lot of her. <laughs> Too okay. much plot for Ratings. Allah. I couldn't do it. I gave up. To me, you'll, like, always, yeah, it'll always be a five-star No, series. honestly, yeah, I understand why it's a five-star series, and I probably would give it a five-star series, but I unfortunately ended up in a situation where I was nursing somebody to, like, and assisting them. Oh yeah, you were. Yeah. Oh my god, you would have had weeks. Josh at home for. So whenever I actually got into it, because you have to get into it and stick to it. I feel every fucking yeah. hour, the minute I got into it, he's like, "Can you help me?" And I'm like, "God, <laughs> kill me!" And so I just I couldn't finish it. No matter how hard I tried, I was like, "I will murder myself if I finish this right now." But I do want to finish it. That's the difference. Yeah. It's hugely so like content heavy, and yeah. it's told from the third person. Yeah, uh, which Runix always writes her books from the third person as opposed to the first person, which can be a little bit um, jarring if you're like used to reading like only first person romance. Yeah, but the first two yeah. books so can, are not only third person, but it's one perspective. So you've got third it's, person, it's when, one perspective, yeah. where you're only listening to one person's voice in a third person, I honestly thought my head was going to explode. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. I was, um, but it was so was content heavy. Well, like, when you messaged Ola, I was like, yeah, like, it is like a fucking, it is like you got to sit down and kind of knuckle through it. It's like, and you got to, like, study as you read it. Like, there's a lot to remember. But I was, re- the first time I read it, it was winter. I reckon that would be a good, like, winter reread because yeah. it's better to read, like, in the dark when it's cold and you just snuggle down okay like it's yeah. not like a light go outside and sit in the sun read it's not a beach no read. it's not and no. honestly i was at the beach a lot so i'm trying to read this like really intense book when I, and you guys know me in summer i am outside the whole fucking time if i'm not outside i'm working so i'm reading this book just going my eyes are about to fall out and this is very not lighthearted. but the thing is when i say that i dnf'd it I DNF'd it because it wasn't the right time in my life to read it because I was under a shit ton of stress. And so I think that I still want to finish them, but just not right now. Because Betty messaged and she was like, do you want to reschedule again? And I was like, absolutely not, because we'll be rescheduling to November. (laughs) Like, there's no way. It's very, very dark. It's not good. And it gets darker and darker. Yeah. Uh, yeah this is the best enemies to love the first two books specifically are the best enemies to love as no well it's as fantastic but it's just yeah so i love a good like unfeeling man like not just like he's not yes. just like he hates everybody but that he just like literally doesn't feel anything and she's like the only one that can elicit mm. feelings from him 
It is so good. It is. It's. I like it because it's told in one perspective, so you don't know what's going through his head. So you're getting all the context clues from her, right? So you don't know if he likes her. I mean, you can make a broad assumption based on it's a romance novel and they're the two main characters, but like you don't know if he does like her, and because she. Um, feels that all of his responses are like negativity or hate so like when he's actually like I guess lusting for her but like he shows it in like a really stoic kind of angry way that he's like angry that he's feeling this way she just interprets it as like he's mad at her like she's done something wrong like and I love that because I, I like to be confused as much as the main yeah. characters yeah see I started reading our authors for next week and I managed mm-hmm. to get through the book and I was interrupted nice. a lot and I could just jump right back into it five seconds later and be like, okay, I know what's going on. Yeah. Whereas I felt like I was so lost if I put the book down for the Dark Verse series when I picked it back yeah, up Yeah, I think again. You, you have to binge it. Like that series, you have to binge it. And then like, because yeah. I, when I'd read it the first time, I forgot that it was incomplete. Like when we reread it, I thought like the series was complete, but it's just so beefy that it feels like it had been it's set like in my mind as being complete. <laughs> that's what it, it felt like, like reading the bible almost it. it was just so fucking content heavy and I, there was no i yeah. think it's the there was no um dialogue <laughs> very little it's the closest you'll probably get to a non-romance book in a romance mm-hmm. yeah it's uh i would say it's book. like a crime thriller book with sex in it because yeah, it's not even I really mean. like that like it's very tension heavy but it's not there's not actually like heaps yeah. of sex scenes in the books I think like once you oh, um, but the tension's so yeah. Once you make it past the first two, past Tristan and Marana, then they become a little bit more palatable because then you've just got one couple for each book thereafter. So it's like a bit quicker, like the pacing's a little bit, you know, it's just a bit different. But she has like the same emo for all of her male characters. Like they're all just like cold, unfeeling, and then there's like this one girl that blows the world apart. I don't know. Dante was kind of fun. Dan- yeah, Dante, Dante was not be like the least because like the it. way that he was with whatever her first name, the first chick book, whatever her name is, he was like very brotherly to her and very open and warm and like, yeah, what can I do to make you not hate your life? Yeah, yeah, he's very sweet. What well, What was your favorite part, George? Um. I don't know. I think I oh, I was actually talking to Biddy about this earlier. But my cause my favorite book is the fifth one, which is like the Shadow Man. <laughs> I love calling him the Shadow Man. <laughs> is that the Reaper? Um, no, that no, it's not the Reaper. It's, it's a different man. guy. Yeah. There's the Shadow Man and Luna Kane. Um, and I like that one because it's the dark romance. Oh, that the Shadow Guy that keeps talking behind her. Should have been. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who who is that guy? I'm not gonna fucking explain the entire plot. Though I'd have to explain so much <laughs> to tell you like who he is. Like I'm not gonna like recount the entire plot of the no, book. No, that's fine. But yeah, he, that that fifth book, The Annihilator, is the dark romance that Hunting and Haunting Adeline should have been. It's the set. It's like it's it's very very similar in plot, uh, in terms of like what the characters experience and even like like you know like, in the Hunting and Haunting, the main guy has like different colored eyes this guy has different colored eyes so there's like a lot of similarities i don't actually know which one was published first um but this is like incredible it's like like, it's done respectfully it's done like well it's still interesting it's yeah yeah 
And it's quite short. Yeah, it is short. That one's the shortest. I think it's like 240 yeah. pages. Yeah. As opposed to the other ones that should like go about 500 pages. They're literally, no, they're, they're not. They're, I looked at them. They're, they're like not. 270 <laughs> pages each, but it feels like you're reading for fucking years when you're reading them because they're just so, like you can't miss a word. I remember one of them when I looked at the count, I think it might've been the first book and it was um like 400. Can I talk about the fact pages. that you've got brown hair as well and it just clicked for me that your hair is not blonde? It's just because my, it's just because I've got it tied back. Oh, okay. It's just my right. regrowth. Just it's just my like... natural hair color. Okay, cool. Keep going. I just haven't dyed it in a long time. Oh, it's very cute. Thanks. Anyway, do you have a favorite part, Ola? From yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what? I do have to say that I don't have a favorite part, but what I really liked about the book is that it was just as a dark... Um, mafia kind of romance I don't think it's been done that way before if that makes sense so I I feel like the plot line was really interesting because it was very unique um, it was it it definitely is unique like you yeah because with the other mafia romances that we've like read before it's not very they're not very plot heavy outside of the yeah and they all sort of like gel into one you're like we've we've had like issues before with like i like want i'm normally me we'll try to recount what i've read and i'll be mixing up like the plots of five different books yeah this one is like very specific i went into it thinking that the five books were about that couple not knowing Mm -hmm. that it was just the duet and then whatever and i was like fuck me if this is one and a half wait how what else are they going to put in the other three books like I just I couldn't <laughs> even like yeah. I was like what is going on here no, I but then I realized obviously at I think the end interesting because like we were saying like it's not necessarily a romance but like rom- romance is in it but it's not the primarily primary um like trait of the book like it is like a well thought out mafia universe yeah. with like deep plot and like crime thriller like esque to it and then you just have like the enjoyment of the romance where i think the other mafia books we've read the main focus of the book seems to be like melding two people from very different backgrounds into like a relationship with very little concentration on the actual like inner workings of this mafia yeah like normally the mafia mafia stuff in other books will just be like the tool used for like the climates of the book right like the woman or the man gets in danger because of these connections and then that's like your main fucking explosion in the book whereas this was like just about what they were doing in the mafia it was so good it, it, was, it was i really love it and like i i've never f- read a book with so much fucking tension <laughs> yeah characters. do you think i feel like, but, like a different kind of tension. ones had similar amount of tension yeah but hers is different because hers is like sweet wholesome tension. like soft it's like, yeah they won't they Soft, but this tension between them two <laughs> was, like, was like so fucking was like, intense you say he was like it was like your death belongs to me like, yeah. like the first like probably like 80 percent of the first book you're just convinced that he wants to murder her but exactly I... and then, then you'd have like interchange of these really sweet moments where they'd like sleep in bed together yeah, yeah. and then he'd wake up and be like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> one day <laughs> oh my god yeah i thought he yeah. was a really good character i definitely wonder about the authors who write characters like this because like where do you come up with these psychos and what's going on in your brain (laughs) but but 
like you know, I I thought that the sex scenes were done really well. I think my favorite was the shower one. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. That's yeah, well. it was really good. I love a good yeah, shower. Yeah, you do. Sex scene. You always go to the shower ones. Um, this, I think it's because like they really do break reality for me. Because shower sex is not good. It's not. It's not a fun time. No one's like, yeah, let's fuck in a shower. It's really inconvenient. You're usually cold. Yeah. Because some, yeah. somebody's like not under the spray. And it's like, there's a lot of fiddling around. I think around. it depends on the shower. Where, like, you're like, your book. wet hair is like hanging around you and it's just weird. <laughs> and I look the worst when I'm wet. <laughs> so. Wet dog syndrome. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, Don't get me wet. I remembered when there's a part in the fourth book. <clears throat> and I just remembered I wanted to tell you guys about it because I knew that you'd find it funny. With a guy, Alpha, he's like, he's got like one eye. He's all like scarred up. He's like, he's described as like a monster, like a beast of a man. And then he, but he's like really like slow and controlled during sex. So Zephyr keeps on being like, just fucking like lose control. And then he tells her that he, like the reason why he can't is because the last time he lost control when he was fucking woman, he broke her hip. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just put in there so randomly, but it's like. Like I didn't even blink when I read it, but then lately I'm looking back, and it's not, that's a bit weird. That's a bit strange. <laughs> I think that the extent you have to go to to like produce a dark romance, yeah. But, like, how do I make this start? You know what? To break, break the hip is fucking hard work. <laughs> it is. Like that's really un. I don't know. People like, break unlikely. Hips all the time. Older people. Yeah, well, with like seventy people. plus. For sure, but the top, under that, the lowest no blo- the lowest bone density ever. Speaking of like mobs, like this is trend at the moment, and it's like I was talking to George about it called mob mob. Oh, wife. I've it's seen like a that. fashion trend, right? Like clean clean girl aesthetic is out, like mob wife aesthetic is in, and honestly, Ola, I know that's you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I was like, like this that... is me as a person. I am a mob wife. That's okay. I've come to terms with it years ago. But you dress like them I know. as well. Like the active wear and the designer yeah. handbag. I know. I know. <laughs> like you were way ahead of I know. this trend. I know. And the thing is that they're making fun of it, but that is actually me to day to day. And like I noticed, yeah, to, like, no. be a style icon. Yeah, and I noticed that yeah. that was me when Mob Wives came out. A few, like the OG Real Housewives <laughs> yeah. was Mob Wives, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, that is me. But there is the funniest scene <laughs> with Big Ange, and I'll never fucking forget it. She's like, he came out of jail, and the and her son is like, yeah, what did he do? And she's like, he murdered someone, and he's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Good people murder bad people. It happens. And she goes, yeah, I know. And he bought me a poodle. (laughs) (laughs) I would be like that, I feel. Where I would be like, and he bought, no, sorry, a Pomeranian. And I would be like, yeah, he got me a freaking Pomeranian. So it's all good. Like he murdered that's what I mean. Every time I see someone like how to dress like a mob wife, I'm like, God, no, fucking old. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I have the tendencies of it as well, where I would probably end up with a murderer. Do you have the personality? Yeah, hundo, because I get like real angry also... when people don't eat my food and like eat a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, because there's also people there's also people going online being like, if you're gonna dress like a mob wife, like you gotta have that mob wife attitude. Like when we go to a bar and I steal the glassware, you better be ready to throw hands at the bartender for calling me out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, you're totally right. Yeah. I think so you're um, a fashion icon. I I have thrown hands before. 
It's not that it hasn't happened because it has. <laughs> um, but yes, no, I would say that as a as a per like a walking person in this world as a human, I am a mob wife. It's because you're Polish. I think so because my mum is a mob wife and so is my grandmother like we all are and they yeah. like my grandma just it's keeps just... giving me like leather jackets and like fucking fur and shit and I'm like what the fuck is going on in here and like Man, my grandma's like what do you want when I die like this is what happened last time and I'm like all your crystal give me the crystal <laughs> oh, give me the shiny thing yeah I want the shiny <laughs> shit give it to me now have you guys seen the Jeremy Allen White Calvin Klein campaign? Yes. No. I have. And I was thinking I about have. it today. Because <laughs> there has so? been like, I've been seeing so many like memes about it, about like the danger of Calvin Klein. Like, <laughs> like people calling it, like, the, have you seen that chef video? Oh it's my fucking, God, yes. You have you not chef. seen it, Ola? No, but I'm trying to go, find it. Go on to Calvin Klein. Oh, is this I'll send the freaking... Oh, I know. The library, just... like... The... And he's, and he's on plays... the couch. Yeah, he plays Lip from... Lip. From Shameless. Yeah, from Shameless. Shameless. Yeah. But everyone yeah. is now, like, obsessed yeah. with him because of... Because um, he's in the beer. The, in the beer. It's like, bro, did you even I, watch Shameless? I, you, need to watch, you need to watch his Calvin Klein advert because that man... Is so freaking hot, bro. I, I, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I was thinking today, and I was thinking, um, do you need to watch the watch video? video? Okay, on one second. Let me let me put it on. React. I'm gonna live Go react to this. Um, I was thinking about because me and Biddy have also been talking about like why all these weird men, like men that don't like look traditionally handsome, why they're also. Oh my god. Fuck! Right? Oh my god! Why am I wet? That's <laughs> <laughs> the thing. It's like a weird juxtaposition. Like you shouldn't be feeling this way if it just for like an ad. And I was like, that was filmed for the female gaze. Like Whoa, that fucking advertisement. We are experiencing no, like the return of the female. No, gaze. take your shoes and your socks off, man. Like if you're gonna take everything else off, take that off too. No, I'm sorry. That should be that should be illegal. That should be fucking illegal. That is holy that is shit. Pornography. It is actual soft porn on ads, and children are watching this, and we need to call someone <laughs> and about so this. They should. We need to call someone about it's this. It's incredible. This is going to be so this advertisement is going to be studied in fifty years in like gender studies class. Like it the should. equality of the female sexuality happened with this. That's what I'm saying. But also, I am like, bugged he's out like right kind now. of he's kind of mid. You know, he's but not like, like the most attractive. He's literally he somebody who you would go with, though, Betty. Like a bit fucking scrunchy, yeah. bit weird looking. Has yeah. probably average and yeah. like you know traditionally. Um, traditionally, handsome men have sort of gone out of style, haven't they? Oh my god, they have at the moment. We're like hanging on to all the weirdos. I want all the weirdos, and like there's like all those all the short. There's all these short people. <laughs> I like it. I yeah, like Barry Keoghan. Well, Barry Keoghan, me and Betty have been from. Don't talk about short people. Stephen Hawking may come back. (laughs) I'm sorry. Have you not seen that? Epstein joke. Yeah, it was awful. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Hawking went to Jeffrey Epstein's island. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and we watched a midget orgy. 
What? I didn't know that. That <laughs> that's seems like not a rumor. Like, that's not fact, is it? Bro, it is. Look at it. That was literally in the fucking deposition. They were I like, "Was it actually midgets have an orgy?" <laughs> well, he can't participate, can he? No, he was watching <laughs> little people Obviously. do things. Oh god! And now wow, everyone everybody... keeps putting up these fucking world. dude. All these like weird news articles that should be fake but are true, like mm. how the Jewish people in New York done tunnels <laughs> in the city. And I there love was that. that. And there was that Twitter, Twitter tweet from the guy who was being like, was, like for the past like Yiddish however many months, and everyone was saying he was crazy. Yiddish people in my wall. Yeah, yeah. So and he's like, like a, "Why are people saying someone Yiddish under my house. underneath my freaking floorboards? Why could <laughs> I hear Hebrew? I don't have a basement." <laughs> yeah. I don't have a basement. I live on the ground floor. I can hear Yiddish. It's kind of that like we the... fucked off for six weeks and the whole world kind of imploded on itself. All of these fun news articles happened and like we couldn't even talk about them. I, know. I made a list of things to talk about. There was two things. It was Mob Wife and Jeremy Allen White. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two things that are rattling around my head. Oh my God, that's that's so good funny. preparation, Biddy. I mean, to be fair, we could, like out of like two topics, we could probably squeeze like five episodes. <laughs> no, that's so true. We can definitely pull. I could spend all day talking about Jeremy Allen White. Because who gave him the right to look like that? Sorry, I don't I, think we should talk I about know. it anymore because I just feel like it's not okay for me right now. I just watched it and <laughs> He's it's struggling. Fresh, okay, <laughs> it's just you need time to you need time to like as like study it more clinically. Like once the, I just like, don't like the sock and out. shoe situation. Who cares about the sock I and shoe? Have you seen the way he's built? I care. If you're gonna present yourself, present yourself well. See, like, the it's shoe just... and the sock thing, it almost kind of adds to it. I know it, it adds to it, but I just feel <laughs> like, like a weird way. maybe he's got weird feet. Maybe he's got, like, hobbit feet or something, and that's Who why they can it gives a shit? Off. He can have no feet. It, like, all, it I makes I know, that's the thing. Though, I know that you it? end up with a schmuck like this because it's got your name written all over it. <laughs> I'm just saying there's this new... He looks like... He looks more naked somehow. That's yeah, true, actually. It's very... Probably, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's more, like, taboo. It's most like it's so shocking, yeah. He's not just in his jocks; he's in his jocks and his suit. socks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's a new era of like of build for men, right? Like, bod like this new like I guess body trend, and they're like calling it like the sleeper build, and it's this like muscular, non muscular kind of look. Bro, the guy it's has like seventy five like, abs, super lean. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah but it's like just like lean pure muscular. leanness, like not just like yeah. bulk, but like fucking cut you know so what i mean like you want to put him on a barbecue players. yeah but like bigger than football players it's like an in-between okay it's like a work the like... working man's body he, yeah he pours yeah. concrete he lifts yeah, great does. Yeah, oh fuck it. yeah <laughs> he hangs out the side of that bin truck it is, maybe maybe all of these like all of these sort of like not traditionally handsome guys that have bodies like this it's like the it's like blue collar is coming back into fashion it's like the and 70s so and 80s over yeah, again. because they're fucking running out of builders everywhere, as so it should. <laughs> yeah. We have a building oh, shortage I, in Australia. <laughs> I don't want the mustaches to come back. We can leave I them do. out of I here. Don't you don't love a mustache, mustache, but can I just tell I'm you like, what's I'm definitely come back from the 80s in Australia? The mullet. And it's come back. It feels like oh, they got it everywhere. It is love so aggressive. I have seen some things on but children. Like, like my friends' uh, kids It's always have the mullets. fucking kids. It's always the kids. My no, brother's school, it, half of the boys have mullets. They all have but mullets. But the hot mullet. 
the hot mullet, the hot mohawk mullet, not the scullet. Let me clarify. Can I just say it's something? A There's mullet. a person at my work who I manage, who's Vietnamese and who has straight ass fucking hair, decided he wanted a mullet, so got a perm. Okay? <laughs> that is how dedicated people are to this fucking shit. Oh this God. is not normal. I get it. I and it, it suits him. He looks fantastic. And it's like very shaggy down the bottom. It's like when, your hair has like to when... be curly for a mullet. Yeah. Oh, well, you can't have straight. straight hair for a mullet. Otherwise, you'll look fucking spastic. There's no way. A bit way. fucking strange. It's like when girls get their eyelashes done. That's what a mullet is to a man. I love You're it. like, oh, there's something different. And I like, like a... it. But it's like it's like a low maintenance to be high maintenance, right? Yeah. Like, like, you get your lashes done, then you just like don't have to do When I used to have time, weeks. I used to get lashes done, but I would get like twelve, so I was like full mob wife then. Think about it. My oh, lashes yeah. almost touched my fucking eyebrows. Jesus. Nah. No, they glasses. But that they seems like, inconvenient. I loved it. I love it. I love it. The fake nails. Could you feel the them lashes. like fluttering? When it was windy, I loved it. My eyes were fucking going everywhere. <laughs> Video of the girl on the boat. On the boat and her <laughs> eyes are just going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Fake nails, fake tan, fake lashes. Put it on me. I'm gonna live my best life. It is like life so here. wild though because we've just had like the whole like quiet. What is it called? Like quiet wealth come into mm. fashion where everyone's like they're like dressing really proper Sleek, and clean elegant. and like men are wearing like polo shirts and slacks and like shoes and then all of a sudden everyone's been like fuck that like give me a mullet shove a fucking like bunch of like uh scraggly clothes on and we're like begging fashion. do you know what i want i want men to start wearing boot cut jeans again oh yes please and big belts like like 80s boot cut jeans ones that are like really tight around the ass but then they go into a nice boot cut yeah that's gonna stop production of children if they have really tight (laughs) jeans around the ass (laughs) tell me with a crop top oh Oh, like a semi crop on it man yeah yeah like a johnny depp uh, yeah what's it called 21 jump straight Uh, what's it called no is that he was wearing it in 21 jump straight too that like the tank crop yeah, but he also wrote it in, like, one of the horror movies. Oh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. You're welcome. How was your Christmas? You. What did you guys do? Or the Hanukkah? I worked. Yeah, Betty was at work. Betty was at work? Betty went to work. What did you yeah, do, Jay? Yeah. I went... What did I do? I went to my grandparents, and then I went to Dan's dad's, chilled out, hung out. I made... Eight loaves of bread in the morning. So I got up at 5 a.m. and made a bunch of bread. to Because I'm super broke. I'm super poor because I'm still studying. So I couldn't afford to get anybody any Christmas presents. So I just baked a shitload of bread. And that was my contribution. And I made really nice bread. So I made shibata and I made brioche. You made a brioche? That yeah. is some hard shit to make. And a ciabatta. I made two, I made two big... I made six loaves of ciabatta. Chibata is like super high hydration. That is a sh- fucking hard it loaf to make. It is. It's really yeah, so annoying. You put a lot of effort into it. Wow. It's really annoying to work with. Yeah. We also made and Christmas takes, cookies. And we made Christmas cookies. Oh, and then we Portuguese eat custard tarts too. Oh, yeah. That was Hush my morning. So I had like busy, busy morning. And then by the time I'd finished, like I wasn't, I'd been staring at food for so long that I wasn't hungry yeah. anymore. So I didn't eat any of my own bread. No, I hear you. Yeah. So this will save me no Portuguese tarts. That's no, I didn't. I took them all. And I made 24 and I took them all. Yeah, good for yeah, you. You shouldn't even like, eat them. them. On. 
Fuck Betty. They're my favorite. They're one of my favorite desserts. I yes. do you know how many of those bitches I had in Portugal? <laughs> a lot, hopefully. Were oh, you just like, my God. I was in a and they were like one euro each. And I was smashing Oh, man. Them. I'd also smash them as well. I got one which yeah. was almost like this big, and I'm showing maybe like two palms together. And it they made it and they put creme brulee inside of it. Oh, oh yeah, man. It was fun. God, that's good. You know what I've been fiending for? And they don't do Because I went, like, after, for New Year's, I went to Auckland to see my family. Um, just got really sick and stayed in bed the entire time, but whatever. Um, but they don't do it down here, but they do a really, really, really good almond croissant at this one cafe in Auckland, and I cannot stop thinking about almond croissants. No, I can respect that. I can tell you where to get a good one. There's the bakery down the road from us on Highgate, Spelt. They do almond croissants, and they're like a high-end <laughs> oh, bakery. Yeah, that's what it's I like. Mean. It'll be like it'll be like an eight or nine dollar croissant, but it'll be fucking. I'll up. pay it. I don't care. I love yeah. almond croissant. Yeah, good stuff. I spent Fuck Christmas it. nursing Josh back to hell. Oh I yeah, to go on holiday. Didn't he do break you... his? Didn't he break his collarbone like two days before Christmas? Uh, the day before do you tell we the were story flying over? out. Not really, but basically, yes. Um, <laughs> he was surfing, went into a sandbank, and tore all the ligaments in his shoulder and moved his bones around. The photo was fucking nasty. It was like, it was like his shoulder. And then all of a sudden at like a right angle, you just saw his collarbone come out and then go across again. Like his shoulder was like dropped from his collarbone. I didn't go on holidays. My holidays consisted Mm -hmm. of working out what was less offensive when putting his undies on his ball sack or his ass. Um, (laughs) So that was my holiday period. The man still had one arm. I think he might have milked it a wee bit older. <laughs> no, he was. It was really like he couldn't. It was bad. Like he couldn't yeah. move it at all. He was really in so much pain, and like I, I was like, okay, we'll still go on the holiday, and I'll just chill out. And then I went over one speed hump, and the man started weeping. And I was like, how the fuck am I going <laughs> to put him on a plane? So we had to cancel everything a few hours before. It's so oh, depressing. that's so stressful. Yeah, it sucked. Then did you have to like unpack your bag? I didn't even start packing it. Well, that's like almost better. I know. Yeah. It's so sad if you like packed your bag and like thought about all your things you're gonna wear and then yeah. I did. You, I you bought do, you... so much shit. Yeah. Bikinis. You are gonna go still though, aren't you? Yeah, we're going like, this Christmas, later. but fucking who knows with this guy. Um, yeah. I. I'm very lucky because I have like a large, like I've got a, not a large family, but I have a very like, um, intense woggy family who overfeed. And so like on, I found out on Christmas Eve that we're not going anywhere. And we were already meant to have Christmas Eve dinner with my parents before we flew out. And I kind of already knew the day before, but I'm like calling my great auntie being like, can you please have us for Christmas? And she's like, are you joking? I love this. I love that you'll be there. And I was like, yeah, I will be there. And she's like, I bought food for you anyway, because you never know. And I'm like, nice. I wasn't even planning to be in the country, but sure. But yeah. Yeah, I ate a lot of food. I ate so much fucking food. And I, ate, and I was sick. So like that gave me like, you know, like internal validation to just fucking go ham. Oh yeah. Yeah. I ate a lot of lamb. Great. We used to like, what is it like with Christmas Day having like multiple roasts? I had lamb and chicken two times on Christmas Day. Like lamb and chicken <laughs> in the afternoon and then like lamb and chicken at night time. 
It depends if it's Easter or Christmas for us because we do normal Easter and then we do Greek Easter. And with Greek Easter, fucking watch out because you're going to sweat. You're going to breathe heavy. You're going to sweat. The police will likely get called an ambulance. Like somebody's blown something up. The spit is pissing off the neighbors and they think the whole building's on fire. Like really it's, it's an intense day. And if you're not shoveling potatoes down your throat, I've got my auntie going, why are you not eating? Eat the fucking potatoes. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And they and they don't fuck around. Like at 4 a.m. they're at the butcher buying a whole lamb. A whole lamb. And they're like yeah. on the spit. I don't like meat that much. You're obviously not a, a mob wife, okay? Because no, our whole I'm lives are yeah, surrounded by not. eating meat and feeding people meat and talking about meat and then eating more meat and then only eating seafood twice a year for a whole day, Good Friday and <laughs> Christmas Eve. That's so no, silly. I'm like so the opposite. I'm like, if there was a spectrum of like non-mob wife to mob wife, I don't even think I'm on a spectrum. I don't think you are. I, I don't know. When it comes to food, I'm like, I'm an equal opportunity eater. I like a good salad as much as I like meat. I like anything. I think bread is my favorite food though. I could subsist off like bread and milk. Yeah, you love my favorite like food. your milk. I love situation milk. makes me what not like okay. the the like too much milk. medieval medieval farmer like <laughs> a medieval a, a medieval surf. <laughs> that is the diet that <laughs> I that my body like, was fucking, built for. What's that scurvy shit? Or what do people? What did people used to get on boats from not eating scurvy? Scurvy. scurvy. You're gonna end up yeah. with scurvy. It's for not having enough vitamin C. Yeah, because no, because I do. I eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah, I do love but a I just, salad. I just don't... But like, you go to a Greek person's yeah. house; they're like, olive oil is a salad. Yeah, the I cheese agree is with a that salad. Though. Cheese is salad. Feta, feta. Yeah. The fact that this chick, she's so good. They, you know, I don't know if you guys have it in New Zealand, but like the five kilo tubs of Greek yogurt. Yeah. yeah. So she'll like yeah. pull out some of it to have plain yogurt, and then mix mix tzatziki in the rest of it. So like it's just <laughs> so she has tub just dolloping it on everything. Her fucking tzatziki in her fridge for all time because something might happen and we need tzatziki at all times. Like I agree, I agree. I could like I could fucking like any hummus or tzatziki based like product. Like I will scoff it down. I am a massive fan of falafel. Love falafel to the day I die. Yeah, but yeah. my my favorite food good. will always be children's bird's eye fish fingers. Yeah, video's the thing with. I don't yeah, know why you said children's for kids. Because they're like they eye. have like a, a cartoon pirate on the so? side. Like it's the specific type. I love fish fingers. That they like, but like the bird's eye ones, like the little ones that are made for kids. Oh, for kids' lunches. Yeah, I like fish fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I live off I live and breathe by those fish fingers. If there is not a pack of fish fingers in the fridge, I'm I'm panicking. In the freezer, sorry. I need I need them there just in case. Air fryer. You do always throw them either. fish fingers in there. Yeah, they yeah. are. Like you they are like, they're very chips. affordable. They are. They? Regular fish they're fingers, dark, you know, fish finger sandwiches. They're so versatile as a meal, and I don't feel so shit about myself because at least I'm eating fish. And it's like, what the packet say? It's like sixty percent hokey. I don't know what the rest is. <laughs> But it'd be like sixty percent, like every single part of a hoagie, right? <laughs> yeah. Like all of the good stuff. I know what they say. Like the guts are where like all the vitamins are. We're sweet. Yeah, yeah. I think it really omegas. just. Depends. I think they like they like they bleach they bleach it anyway because the fish finger like color when they make the initial like puree it's not white. 
No, God, like, no. No. It would be pink, gray. probably, or gray, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's but then fine. They, I, they, they must, like, do, do some sort of... I wonder how they, like, bleach food to make it safe. Like, how do they bleach flour? How do they bleach sugar? Like, how do they I do all these things? Um, I want to find that out. food color. But, like, do they just add white food color to it? No, because you can't do that, because then it... Like it won't bleach. I don't know. Like, how do you how do you make something turn? Honestly, white? we're all just gonna. I'm die gonna look it up. Terms with it. That'll be my little micro obsession for tonight. Googling how Perfect. food is bleached. Fair enough. Um, is anybody else reading anything interesting that they'd like to mention on you know like the podcast where we talk about books? Oh, um, <laughs> I read. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't read many romance books. I've been reading. What did I read? I read. We've always lived in the castle by Shirley Jackson. That was really good. Guess what I found. Nice. In the, uh, what did you find? You guys are robbing off me and I'm not happy about it. I found a hard <laughs> copy book of Huckleberry Finn, the 1949 edition in colour. Oh, and I oh did you buy it? Dollars. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a nice. deal. Dude, it's always Huckleberry Finn. I don't know how many fucking older copies. <laughs> and it's never Tom Sawyer. Like, why are people giving up Huckleberry Finn? I reckon his book is I don't know. Um, Many people don't want them. I um, I just also like buy, found buy the uh, full work of Sherlock Holmes from similar time, like from when it first came out, and it was like yeah, leather bound. Nice. I have a few versions of Sherlock Holmes, but this is the oldest one I found, and I found it for two dollars. Men, then then you just have to get it. It's just the rule. There's, I know, yeah. I know. Sometimes the bargains are just too good to pass up. I know, and I just, I just feel like. I know. Yeah, and I've been I on a real it. comic book kick, which is like real. Oh, do you know what yeah. I used to love? Calvin and Hobbes. When I was a kid, that's that was one of my favorite cute. fucking things to read. Um, um, I read comic books for adults because I am an adult. Yeah, I found <laughs> a series, um, and it's a Christmas series. Is mm. it romance? Yeah. But it's all, the whole five books is about daddies. Nice. And I was like, are they like, are they like, are they like Santa daddy ones? Um, is it about it's the same author Christmas. or is it a And then novellas. No, it's, a, it's, oh, an, yeah, an, it's an anthology. An anthology. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. And they're novellas and I lost my goddamn fucking mind while reading those. Um, Do you know what we should bring onto the podcast that everybody's reading at the moment? That book about that girl that fucks a doorknob? No. <laughs> no. I've heard of that one. Do you know why? Because yes. I refuse to read shit that I don't enjoy. It's a novella. Oh, I mean, I feel, like, I feel like we need to do like one of like the inanimate object ones. Just one. We have just to. Just to see what it's like. She also, the same author writes a book. It doesn't have to be the doorknob one. Could be Somebody that a has a balloon one. fetish. Oh my God. Oh, I read balloons. the most awful, fantastic book I've ever read in my life. Yeah, go on. It's called Mafia Priest, and it's like eighty pages, and it literally in the blurb says, "Um, <laughs> what did she said something fucking funny? She's like, this is the dumbest book I've ever written, or some shit. Like it is so amazing, <laughs> and it's so ridiculous. <coughs> Part of me is fucking hilarious, and everyone gave it five stars because like you can't. What is not- that about? Pardon? Is it just about a priest in the mafia? It's a mafia priest who used to be in the mafia and then he became a priest for the mafia, but then he falls in love with the Don's daughter. 
Um, and he like fucks her in the confessional and shit. But no, wait, it's what is it with your Catholic guilt books? You love the Catholic. No, I hated priest. By you by, hated priest. Wait, did we um? Hated priest. Hated it. Did um? Did you read the one that I told you to read? Did we did we, we read it? Yeah, you the read one, another what, Catholic one. No, I've only read? read priest in this. I've never read any other Catholic one. Oh. I no, don't have a thing for it. I just thought it was fucking funny. It was so absurd. By Pam Goodwin. What did we read by Pam Godwin? Yeah, but that wasn't sea really of a priest, was it? Right. But Sea of Ruin. Sea of Ruin. Yeah. Um, she has one that is about, like, he's like the prince, he's like the Catholic principal of an all-girls reformatory okay, yeah. school. And that one's fucking amazing. Okay. I reckon you'd like that one. Do you think? It's Pam Godwin. I, think I don't Pam really Godwin. like religious shit. We've spoken about this before, so maybe that's why you're confused. Oh, I've yeah, always said that, I don't Maybe like I'm confused because there was that one book where she gets like fucked on the steeple of the Priest. church. No, no, no. It was like another book that we read that hadn't anything to do with Catholicism. And then they were like running outside and like they were trying to get away from the rain and they like dipped into a church. The killer to, like, vacation. Cover. Yeah, that pissed then, me off. Oh my god, you oh, yeah, such that a was good in, memory. Like, the, yeah. That was in like the alcove. Do you know church, why? Because I got yeah, really yeah, fucking annoyed yeah. by that. Because I just thought that's I disrespectful. Know. That's maybe what what I'm like. Yeah, I don't yeah, like referring that back shit. to when I talk about your but lessons and sin. I've read the one this and I think it's fucking hilarious. I don't know what it is about this one where it was just like the maybe because the priest was like the least priestly priest ever. He was like murdering people before yeah. he was a priest. Yeah. Like yeah. you're like you're not really a priest. Anymore. Yeah, like it was a fake priest, and you were like, <laughs> like, "I was never gonna like, last it would as be a like, priest." It would be, kind of thing. It'd yeah, it'd be weird. It's if, like, like it's like the kind it. of priests that are like involved in like the Irish, um, what's it yeah, yeah. or whatever. Do you know what? I think yeah. I might actually throw that onto our list. It's a short novella. Okay. It's but if you're funny. throwing that on, then I am throwing that book about the girl that fucks the doorknob. Fine. Um, Deal. We each get like one read card. <laughs> We're like, it doesn't yeah. have to be pre approved. <laughs> it can't be voided. Betty is like, seriously, we need to do definitely a big check on Betty's books this year because last year was a fucking <laughs> hot mess. You did have the worst luck, Betty, last year. Yeah. In my defense, she went through reviews. I was time that I was picking out the books yeah. and I tried my hardest. She did. Like, I don't know what yeah. the fuck happened. We looked at the reviews. The reviews were it good. It was like, you rolled the yeah. dice and you lost. Yeah. I did. I would like to bring another ice hockey book in this year because I'm I'm still thinking about it. I feel like I'm love. getting I feel like I'm getting sick of ice hockey. Can we bring really? just maybe like I'm, a different sport? Okay, maybe <laughs> just, a different sport. Just fucking ice oh, hockey. I love ice hockey players so much. I can bring Find in an Omega vs ice hockey one. I don't know. No, thank you. I don't like reverse harem. Too bad I'm bringing in a yeah, can no we do less verse. reverse harem this year, please? Just yeah, a little less. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. We can. I but feel like I've only sent in one book suggestion. Of. What was my one fucking book suggestion? I haven't sent in any. Book I don't know. You sent it in a message. I know. I'm really bad at this because you were like, put it you in the that. document, and I'm like, get fucked. I'm you dealing with the, the sick person. That's why right the now. document's there. I would really, really, really like to do the Raven Hood series this year. I, oh, no, yeah, I'm can we please? I'm vetoing. There's no fun. No, I can't physically oh, do it. Have to. No, I don't have, have to. Have you, you haven't so even popular. read it, have you? Do you know what I'll do? People, I it's refuse. not even that bad. It's no. not even that fucking sad. No. Doesn't, it's not. People have tattoos of this book. This could, people this could have stride. People have tattoos of after on them. And we all know how I feel about that. 
and I can't do it. If you guys want to do the episode, (laughs) feel free. I will listen to it, but I'm not fucking reading it. I think you would really like it because I don't actually think it's that sad. I didn't find it sad. I didn't find it sad. I think we we would have read sadder. Like fucking pen pal was way sadder. Pen pal was 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 fucking so sad. The the Tilly Cole book, Lord of London Town, was sadder. It's not Red sad. Theory it also just has more like action. There's like a lot of action. Yeah. I have to think. It's like and it's got thriller. it's got polygamy in it, which you love. You love polygamy. It has, yeah, but one it of them has like dies. a polygamous bit. And then okay. yeah, but like she's already it's left like, them by that Who point. cares? I yeah, care. Yeah, I don't like that point. shit. I don't want anyone to die. He's an ex. He's an ex. Bro. He's not that. He's not even that part of the story. And you and you already know it's gonna happen. So the plot. And you know it's going to happen, so therefore you're emotionally prepared, so you won't even be that sad. Why, have, like, cancer or some shit? No, no, like, you already know not. it's going to happen, Ola, because you know that oh, the character's yeah, going to no, die before you go yeah, into it. Yeah, so, like, you can just, Is like, emotionally prepare. Is that the saddest prepare. part? That's the only bit that's, that people get that's upset the about. Only, yeah. yeah, that's it. I don't... And it's, like... And it lasts, like, five pages, and then she's already fucking somebody else, so... Yeah. over it. They do brush past his death real fucking quick in this Yeah, no one really cares about it. Oh, Unless no. you're like one of those people that have the we love ready tape. Can I think about it? about it? You can think about it. Um, but think correctly. And then say yes at the end. <laughs> I just feel like this is not a democracy. This is a fucking it's a majori- dictatorship. It's a ma- this is a democracy. This is a majority rule. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it's not fair <laughs> because nobody ever goes on my side. You two have your own fucking favorite things. Are you kidding me? I've read the entirety of the Jodi. You have your own favorite things that you like, yes, I love this. And you're like, yes, I love it too, Betty. Let's lick each other's asses because we love it so much. And then I'm like, <laughs> I like I... something completely different. And you guys like, no, fuck that. Oh, but I, read. I bring you difference into shot. this podcast. I have we read have five read Zodiac people. Academy books. I know. I was really, and do you know what? All I was them. trying to force myself to read this series because I was like, Betty read Zodiac Academy. I have to do this. Yes. <laughs> I fucking couldn't. I read them. I know. To the end. I'm going to do something page even worse to page. just because of that. Then you're reading fucking Ravenhood. Fine. I don't want to. You agreed at the beginning of the podcast. One of the stipulations was I do not read Ravenhood. That was an agreement that we made. And you're fucking turning your back on it. What sort of fucking people are you? Okay. How about, how about. Do you know what? We let the fans decide. Don't even talk to me about it. I don't even want to fucking know. Because I all know that they're going to say yes. Because they're going to want to know their reaction. This is such bullshit. This is such why don't bullshit. We, why don't we this is such fans, bullshit. No, that's fine. The fans no, that's blood. fine. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Yet again, I'm being completely ignored because we made stipulations. <laughs> we made stipulations at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> that we did not do Ravenwood. That was the only thing that I asked for. I didn't ask for anything else, just not so Ravenwood. And developed. somehow three years later, I don't know, you thought I'd fucking forget it. You put it Ola, in your diary. You're being strong like, enough to do this, okay? I believe in you. Believe, you're just such you. you're such a strong person. You've that grown you can so do much this. since the beginning of the podcast. You've read so many sadder books. You guys are such fucking wankers. Yeah. <laughs> you're such fucking wankers. You're so lucky that I love you. Because honestly, if anyone else, yeah. I would honestly wish like some Lego stepping brown avocado lemon fucking squeezing <laughs> shit. You read one. Pen Pal. You read Pen Pal. You sobbed on the bathroom floor to Pen Pal. Pen Pal was pretty fun. I didn't sob on the bathroom. I yeah, I did. I sobbed in the shower after oh, we recorded. 
it was when I started talking about it. I was like, wait a second, because I was so strong. And then it broke me during the episode. And then yeah, I you'll, and you'll breeze through crying for hours. I hated that. You'll yeah, and you won't, even, you won't even realize that he died. You'll be like, "Oh, fucking, who cares about him?" Because you're already now. not invested in him. Like you already. By the time like, you get to the point name? that he dies, it's like Don. Don. Okay, so don't Dom. get invested in Don. Dom. Dominic. 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 Yeah, and he's not even that interesting of a character, so you're yeah. fine. You wouldn't even like him as a book boyfriend because he's like a broody mean mechanic. But it, but then he's like then like an even broodier, meaner, power, more powerful one comes along, and you're like, oh, he was just a cheap imitation. Aww. He was yeah. just like the yeah, but I he also was like, thought he was like the it was his brother, wasn't it? It was his brother. <laughs> I see. Okay, but she pisses me off. Like she pissed me off in Drive and Reverse. I, I didn't. I no. I gave them both a three. I was like. Did you? Uh, I couldn't remember. Yeah, because I okay, thought it was very this? childish. I thought it was like a Okay, how shit. about this? I will make you a deal. You just got to read <laughs> like the first five chapters of the first book. And if you like absolutely cannot get into it. Okay, like, I'm happy to do that. You want to suffer through it. Yep. Then okay. we'll say no. But if you read it and you actually enjoy it and you can't lie I won't me, lie. I swear to God then I we won't do lie. The, then we do Hundo. the series. Hundo. And that's the deal. Hundo. It's it's the vibes are pretty different from Drive in Reverse. Okay, because yeah. I really I was like indifferent about Drive in Reverse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So give it a go. And this one, this you... one is like the the main character isn't like quirky. Like no, she's, she's just, just like normal. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I think that'll help. <laughs> that'll help. <laughs> Everyone has to be quirky these days. Just chill out. Oh my make god, her, the whole pick me thing is spilling into books. like a white low oh. peanut butter and jelly fucking chick who just like. Live yeah. normally. I don't know. I, just want, like, I found the like three books girl. which I put in. So I've only requested three books. You need to tell me how many I need to put in, though. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. I mean, it's been like a while until we need any more than that. Yeah, that gets I'll put the like three in three now. But I'm very excited about my books. And let me tell you why. I haven't read them in three or four years, maybe four or five now, actually. I haven't read them in about four years. And when I read them, it was when I first got into romance and I fucking loved them and they were what got me addicted to romance because they're not nice. like super rom com but they're also just like a normal, just novel with some romance in it. Yeah. Exciting. That's all I want. I thought about what I'm going to do for my red card. If What's you your can card? do the priest one and you can do the doorknob one, I'm yeah. making... I, I was going to say both of you, but Biddy's like already read it. I'm making Ola read Manacles. I think we should do a fucking Germione fan fiction. <laughs> We're going to have to do it. <laughs> We're going to have to do it after a... That's it, I'm out. Bye. Maybe not, maybe not Manacles, because right. it's so no, long. Yeah, manacles. No, Manacles are really popular. We have to do it. Um, this is like, like 75 million, million words. It's a it's thousand, thousand pages. words. It's a thousand, it's a thousand pages. pages. I'm maybe, sorry. We, maybe we won't do I'm that. I'm sorry. But I'm maybe glad that you guys break. have time to do I'll that find, shit. Oh no, I'll, I'll, find, I'll, find it, I'll, I'll find a normal book length Germani fan fiction and Ola will, and we will all read it together. Can we, we can you somehow download Isolation. it onto my Kindle? Yeah, yeah, we can send yeah, it to Yeah, yeah, we can send it to your Kindle. Okay, listen, I will read it, but you've got to give me like weeks ahead that I can read it in between books if it is that one. 
Manacled, no, I think I'm not going to do manacled. I think you would you would love manacled, but it's also like that's like a big one to start off with, and there's like very serious themes. Okay. Yeah, that's true because it follows I wanna, like, the theme of The Handmaid's Tale. I want to do the I want to do the one where they're in Italy. <laughs> oh, I love that one. I want to do the, I want to do the one that bending was yeah, light. bending light. It's like partially inspired by Call Me by Your Name, so it's like this like coming of age <laughs> summer in Italy. It's like, it's really good. It's, it's really good. One. <laughs> I'm exhausted. By um, next week, uh, we have like a really busy episode. Jesus, we tell me about it. I won't be. I won't be present for. <laughs> I mean, you you'll be there, but you just but we, probably yeah. won't talk. Yeah. So we got Brittany Nicole. Who else? All Daphne um, Elliott. There was Swati, one woman that could have made it, and um, Jenny Barra. Jenny Barra. But what yeah. didn't Brittany say that one person couldn't make it? No, I don't know. I in their email. It. I haven't read it. Anyway, there'll be like a group of authors coming on next week to talk about something pretty exciting and special, which I won't ruin. So, um, oh, they've already released it. So, um, you can ruin it. They've done a series called Mum Coms, and um, Mm -hmm. it's it's actually really good. So, it's about a group of mums. I read the first book, and it didn't make me laugh my ass off like other people, but it was such an easy fun read like it's a holiday read this whole series is a holiday read and it's about single moms who find billionaire rich whatever the fuck boyfriends who just like save their lives but they all have to move into this psychotic household full of 11 kids and it's like cheaper by the dozen on crack no and it's fucking hilarious in the sense that very sweet very exciting so yeah they'll all be here next week to talk about it and it'll be absolute chaos i can imagine yeah um, so yeah thank you for listening and welcome back to season three and we'll see you next week we've already argued Goodbye. welcome back bye <laughs> <laughs> good precedent thank you for listening to girls who read porn follow us at girls who read pod on twitter instagram and facebook and for all business inquiries please send us an email on girls who read porn at gmail.com art created by jessica wanny and music made by dane forgy stevens see you next week and stay smutty team